Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Labour TD, Ivana Bacic, has said she'd like to see the age of consent lowered to 16 and believes it's time for a debate on the matter. And I think she's right. There should be a debate on the matter, whether you agree with it or not. Her comments were prompted after the Fianna Fáil Minister of State, Mary Butler, said she agrees with free contraception schemes starting at 17 because of the age of consent. And that is the age of consent. But Senator uh, Rebecca Moyhan slammed the Minister Butler's comments and said the reality is that young people are having sex and we should uh, allow them to do it as safe as possible. And she's not wrong because they are having sex. Not all of them, but some of them are. She said, Minister Butler's remarks boggles belief and said moral judgment has no place in sexual health promotion. Minister Butler said she wanted to point out the age of consent in the country was 17 and said the state could be faced with legal challenges if they offered or provided, uh, obviously, contraception to 15 and 16-year-olds. She said as she was not aware of any advice from the Attorney General on the matter and Labour TD of Alabachic said the Minister Butler's comments begs the question about the age of consent and raises questions whether the state are constrained by the age of consent by extending the programme below 17 years of age. Um, Ms. Bacic also said that it was her own personal view that the age of consent should be lowered to 16. But I want to know, do you believe it should be lowered to 15 or 16 years of age? In Germany it's 15, the UK it's 16. Um, is someone that age capable of consenting to sex with their girlfriend or boyfriend at that age? Or do you think that's a little bit too complicated of an issue? Too much? I mean, the age of consent varies across the world. For example, in Italy, Austria, Germany, it's 14 years of age. So they say, yes, 14, I'm sorry, so it's 15. It's 16 in Belgium, 15 in Denmark, 16 in the UK. And considering the average person in this country loses their virginity at 16 years of age... Do you believe that it should be reduced? I mean, the average person loses their virginity at 16. So essentially, the average person in this country is a criminal. Because by the very nature of the fact that we lose our virginity before we're legally allowed to, which is 16 or 17 years of age, um, we're breaking the law. So let me know what you think. The number is 87 8 That's 87 8 Do you believe the age of consent should be lowered to 16 years of age. As I in many other countries around the world, they have already lowered it. And I'm looking here at some of the countries around the world. Now, mind you, some of them are ridiculous, by the way. Some of them are 12 and 13 years of age. That certainly wouldn't be the case that I would be suggesting or anybody would be suggesting. But is Ivana Bashik right? I mean, should the age of consent be lowered? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. I mean, Minister Butler obviously was... I suppose, looking at her own moral point of view because she obviously believes that 17 years of age is young enough because she says under that age, obviously, there could be a legal issue because if a doctor provided free contraception to a 16-year-old, well, essentially, they're aiding and abetting the crime. Let me go to Breda. Breda, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Breda? Hi, Niall. How are you? Uh, Breda, do you believe the age of consent should be lowered to 16? I do. Yeah, 100%. Because, Niall, they're having, they're having sex anyway. So, Who, who's I mean, they? Who's they? Young people, 16-year-olds are having sex. Yeah, well, some of them are, not all of them. No, but the ones that are, I do think they should be given access to free contraception because then there will be an awful lot less of unwanted pregnancies in, in, in the country. Well, then, see, people would argue then you're going down a rocky road. Then I could equally say there's probably 15-year-olds and 14-year-olds having sex too. Oh, uh, yeah, 
I do, and, and there are, absolutely. Well, yeah, but should um, we provide contraception for them, which means we'd have to lower the age of consent even further? No, I wouldn't lower it any further. I think at 16, you have a little bit of cop. You know, they're probably in transition year and, you know, they're, they're kind of finding themselves and stuff. I think anything lower, no. I wouldn't. See, I, I, I mean, I look at 16-year-olds. Some 16-year-olds, yes, they're mature of mind, but others are not. I mean, everybody knows their own 16-year-old. Some 16-year-olds are still quite childish and might have, you know, a cognitive age of 14 or 15. So I, there's a huge difference, I find, in teenagers between, say, 15 and 17. It's only two years, but that two years, they mature so quickly because they're, they're into, as you say, transition year, fifth year, sixth year, and they're mixing with older children who are essentially nearly adults, and they're mixing with people who are making adult decisions. So I do believe that that they mature very quickly in those two years. But below that, I would be very concerned. Below 16? Yeah. No, I wouldn't go below 16. Oh, mm. absolutely not. No, ab- no. But I mean, I do think, you know, it, young people are a lot, they, they seem to be ahead of themselves all the time. You know, like when I was 16, yeah, you'd be fluffing your eyes at a, at a fella or whatever, and you'd be going around in your bell bottoms and your platforms hardly able to walk. But, I mean, there was certainly no, nobody getting near anything after that. As my mother always said, if the hand went past the shoulder, you smacked it off. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, the hand went past the shoulder? Yeah, we was heading down for the booby, like, you know, you're getting a little smack and went, put your hand back up there now, Pat, thanks very much. You know, whereas now, there's so much access to everything now, and everything is sexualized. Mm-hmm. And... I just think, you know, regardless of whether they lower it or not, it's going to happen anyway. So why well, the not? average age in the last 25 years, the average age, surprisingly enough, of losing your virginity has only dropped by one year. It used to be 17, now it's 16. Um, I imagine, by the way, if, if you go back a bit further in time, in my mother and father's day, I imagine it was probably lower. It was probably 15 or 16 because most people got married at 16 or 17 in those days anyway. Yeah. So it was probably lower in those days. I, I wouldn't think so. No. no, I mean, I'm not talking about the age of consent. I'm talking about the average age of losing a virginity. The age of consent was actually higher in those days. It was kind of 18 and 21 at one stage. You actually think they lost their virginity that young? Yeah. There are no. people, well, there are people who lose their virginity that young. Oh, yeah, there are. But I think going back a generation, like my, I, my parents and your parents, no. Not ah, they not. were. <coughs> they, we, we just didn't <laughs> talk about it, Breda. They, no. So my mother and father, my mother was 16 and my father was 17 when they got married. Right, but, yeah, but but mine and mine were the opposite. They were twenty nine and thirty one because like they, they couldn't afford to get married, you know. Yeah. But I don't believe for a minute that at sixteen, back that generation, that they had lost their virginity. Don't believe for a minute. No, mm. no, because there was so much emphasis on um, no sex before pregnant. marriage. Yeah, yeah, and not getting pregnant because you ended up in one of those workhouses, and I mean that was enough to frighten the life out of them. Not a lot of young yeah, women. Yeah, and mind you, they didn't really have contraception. And they didn't have... My mother said when she discovered that there was a thing called Johnny's. Which was <laughs> Johnny's. Up, up, up the north, she said there wouldn't have been half of us if she'd known about it. You know? yeah, sure, it was the kind of done thing when someone was going to England, you know, you got them to bring back a packet of condoms. That was the kind of, Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't think my poor mother got anyone to do that. Like, myself and my brother are two days short of the year between us. You know, so like... And Irish get, men had the thing called at the time, washable condoms. They were reusable. Oh my god! <laughs> they were like <laughs> they were like thick rubber. They were like balloons. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and you'd wash oh. them. You get them and they'll rinse out. And these oh, were hanging on the line. <laughs> oh my! Oh, I feel sorry for the poor woman. Imagine no no pleasure there at all. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so you, so you think sixteen would be okay, and you don't think that would be a rocky road 
to no. even to lowering it even more. No, no, because as you said, the, the survey says that most people around sixteen have lost their virginity. So, like, why not give them the access to whatever contraception they need? See, I know, know. I, we're having this conversation today and it's fine. It just shows you how times change. If we go back to the previous presidential election, not the one, the last one, but the one before, David Norris had suggested this. And sure, he was berated for even oh, suggesting sure, I know, it. I know. But I think there was a lot more to him being berated about that. Than well, I know. He, may, he, look, he did make some errors of judgment in relation to letters he had sent and everything else. And then obviously oh, he yeah, talked but about I don't that even, I'm not even talking about that, I think, mm. because I, I just feel that because of... He's of, a lovely man, but I've interviewed him loads of times. He's, yeah, he's fabulous I man. Find, I, yeah. Wonderful I think man. he's fantastic, but I do think... Oh, by the way, can I just say I wish him well? I know he's unwell at the moment, and I just yeah, wish him well. I wish him well, too. Um, but I think it was more than just, yeah, the letters, but I think it was more it was more the fact that he was gay and everything, too. And I, I, think, I, I, I think, unfortunately, that's what happened. I think yeah, he was picked out for that, that reason. But, 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 I mean, yeah. he, but what, the point I'm trying to make is, he said it at the time, and nobody even wants to have the debate. Now yeah. we're having the debate because we've moved on maybe another 10 years. So what's to say that in 10 years' time, somebody won't come along and say, Asher, let's bring it down to 15 where we're at. Sure, <laughs> sure, you might as well. You know, let's, sure, but let's bring it down to 14 because Italy, Austria and Germany have it at 14. So why not bring it down to 14 while we're at it? Well, if they're having sex at 14 and 15, then yeah, bring it down and give them the contraception. I mean, it's, it's going to happen regardless of whatever, you know, the government decides. You know, you can say it to your... My mother used to say, keep your hand on your fanny. You know, and, and, and I said, pass that down to my daughter and every time she goes mad. But anyway, mm. um, you know, but it was something I was very... It was always in the back of my head, you know, and, and don't come home pregnant, you know. And you're like, oh, no, my God, you know. And if a daughter came to you at, say, 14 years of age and said... Um, you know, and she was with, had a boyfriend, because they started kind of having boyfriends yeah. at 14 or 15 years of age. Um, Mama want to go on the pill. Would, well, you, be, would you be horrified? No, no. I'd rather she came to me and said to me, I want to be on the pill, than go behind my back, have sex somewhere, wherever it is, and then maybe end up getting pregnant. Well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Marion as well. Marion, you're okay. an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Marion? I'm glad I'm not too nosy on looking at people's washing on their lines. <laughs> <laughs> Reusable condoms. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, what they've got on it. But anyway... Um, no, I'm going to use the argument like, well, you you were saying it to the lady there, like it's 16 today, it'll be 15, say, in five years time, and it's just going to get lower and lower. Um, now, I'm not as old as you. Uh, I'm a decade younger than you. And I will say back in, or when I was in school, I would have had, I, there were girls that would have been pregnant at 15. Under, you know, you're yeah. talking about in the late 80s and the early 90s. By the way, that hasn't changed. <clears throat> no, it hasn't. That's what I'm saying to you. Um, it, it didn't involve much. Um, there wouldn't have been mother and baby homes. At least it didn't come in. It never emerged in my time. But um, that was... Because, no, no, I do, no, the reason I wanted to point that out is because there's a, this call a whole idea that there's loads of 16-year-olds around the country getting pregnant. There actually isn't. Uh, if you look at the, no, no, if you look at the data and the evidence, there isn't that many you know, women under the age of 18 getting pregnant. No, there's not. My, my argument is, like, I'm going to say, if you go back in the day when, say, Mary um, Harney was Minister for Health, there was echoes, um, or was brought, uh, did she not bring it up about having the morning after pill available for 11-year-olds? Well, I think with the morning after pill, there was, and it still is the case, that it's entirely up to the pharmacist. 
Right. So well, if you're if you're 14 and you go in, if you well, then the no. point is, if you're 14 and you go in, as far as I know, and I, I get asked to check it, but if you're 14 and you go into a pharmacist and ask for the morning after bed, it's entirely up to the pharmacist. You don't have to have your parents with you, and she can prescribe it to you, and she can give it to you. I know. They, you know. No, that's not right. If you're under 18, you have to have your parents with no, you. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. That's what a friend of mine does. No, you do no. not. You do. I know somebody who's a pharmacist. That's how I know. You oh, don't yeah. have to have a parent with you. You don't have to be over the age of 18 to get the morning after pill. Oh, well, that's what if my, if somebody I know, their, their daughter was told they had to have a, an adult with them to get consent to get the No, day. I think it's a... It's it, okay, I think, you know, this comes down to the medical council. I think it's self-regulated. So okay. I, I'm, lo- I'm looking here, okay, at the information online in regards to that. So just let's give us a bit of a clarification of that, okay? If you are over the age of 16, you can get emergency contraception known as the morning after pill from a pharmacist without the consent of your parent or a guardian. If you're under 16, the pharmacist will usually look for the consent of the parent or guardian. Now, it doesn't specifically say they have to, but it says usually. Now, that's under the age of 16. Okay. Yeah, so, so, so there are pharmacists who will prescribe. I mean, it, it is a self-regulated industry in that sense. Right, okay. Um, because, look, it's just the way it is. Women's health, etc., etc. Sorry, what, sorry, Maria, but getting back to what you're saying, Maria, about the age of consent. What, what I was saying, um, like when, when it was uh, it, when it was brought into discussion, I'm going to say back in the day when she was the health minister for 11 year olds, and I, 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 I took the step back and I said, "Well, they're con- condemning paedophilia." So to think that an 11 year old should have access to the morning after pill is condemning oh, yeah. paedophilia. If you know what my argument, you know. Well, yes, yeah, you're, you're almost an accessory to the crime, so to speak. Well, yeah. you're not um, you're not shaming it, or it, it is, and it, it's a, a heinous crime, mm-hmm. and it's somewhat. But I, I don't, I don't know now if an eleven-year-old in this. Term. Okay, just to clarify, I don't know whether an eleven-year-old in this country would get the morning after pill without the parents knowing about it. I no, d- it was brought up into yeah. discussion. I'm not saying about the legality of it, but um, what I would say to you is, you keep lowering the age of consent, and you've got to remember, people are always challenging the boundaries. So it's just going to get younger and younger and younger. But that's called progression, isn't it, Marion? Yeah, I mean, that, I mean we do that all the time. Yes, but then it becomes a contradiction. Like, we're all, um, you know, every now and again we hear um, about abuses in the Catholic Church and what happened youngsters, underage youngsters, and now we're lowering the age of consent. And you've got but to remember, ma- children are gullible. But, Marion, do you not think that, th- like, as each generation evolves, they're becoming more adult, younger, if that's the right way to put it, you know, so... Why not give them the opportunity to have the contraception if, if, if they're going to go ahead and have sex anyway? Well, the fact of the matter is, you know, I could say to you, theft exists. People are going to commit it. Do we decriminalise so to be less likely to engage in violence in trying to access, you know, somebody's property, whatever? Like, you, you know, you can use the, the same argument. I don't there. know. I do get what you're saying, Marion. In fairness, Peter, what the point Marion is making is, for example, people do drink, they drink under the age of 18. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, and the majority of us did have a drink under the age of 18, but that doesn't mean we're going to lower the age just to suit those who break the law. Well, that's exactly it. So, and as that lady had said about, oh, children are more adults, they're more adults in some ways, because I often look, and this doesn't apply to everybody, but we're looking at a younger generation that um, are in college for longer, whereas you would have seen maybe our generation and younger able to get out, work, access a home, you know, and we're more mature in other ways. So it just, you know, and then what, what have we, um, that well-known singer in the, the US recently came out, she's challenging her father in the courts. Um, uh, Britney Spears. Britney Spears. 
just look at that the way she's, you know, the way she felt back at that time and couldn't say it. You know, the, you, you know, being forced to take contraception even though she wanted children. You know, you, you can play on youngsters' minds. They're not as mature as we think. Oh, no. That's my, my argument. But at the same time, I do think they should have access to contraception too. I know there's not a huge amount of unwanted pregnancies, but there are unwanted pregnancies. So, yeah. But they'll always be there. Those those unwanted pregnancies, if you look at the situations in a lot of those cases, they're always, that figure is not going to change. You could make contraception free for everybody in the planet and that figure is still not going to probably change much. Because it's due, normally unwanted pregnancies under the age of 18 are just due to irresponsibility. What what I would say is you can go on to BPAS website, one, one of the main abortion providers in the UK, and they wanted to, um, they wanted to uh, up. Uh, they wanted. What? Well, sorry. They openly admit that fifty-one percent of their abortions are where um, there were women using one or more forms of contraception. It's a high failure rate. So the well, I, I, see, here's the problem with contraception. Contraception in itself doesn't have a high failure rate. It's how it's used has a high failure rate. Yeah. Well, that will come yes. into it, but if you're under the influence of alcohol there, you know... Yeah, I mean, might, look, women, know, women forget to take their pills sometimes, or maybe they've taken an antibiotic with it. Lads don't put on yeah. a condom properly or buy badly fitting ones or buy them in, buy cheap ones or something like that. that don't work too well. So, I mean, it's not always about the actual the physicality of the contraception, it's normally about how it's being used. True, but you've got to take into account that, okay, it will fail and it does fail and, like, if a 15-year-old is able to, is mature enough to have sex, is a 15-year-old mature enough to have a baby? But see, it, yeah, but, yeah, but it, it. It, this whole conversation comes around, and I'll say this to both of you, it's not about, is a 15-year-old mature enough to have sex? Because in most cases, they are. You have to bring but, more than but that it, No, it's it. more about whether a 15-year-old is mature enough to make a decision to have sex. And well, that's, that's what the important true. issue is. And, Breda, do you believe that a 15 or a 16-year-old, 16, I think you're, you're sticking at 16 anyway for the moment, do yeah. you believe a 16-year-old... Some people would use the word child, you know, is mature enough to make a decision that invariably could affect the rest of her life. Well, I don't know that, like as you said earlier, not, not all 16-year-olds are as mature as other 16-year-olds. But I do think there's an awful lot of peer pressure on 16-year-olds. You know, there whether, are. yeah, there's really peer sorry. pressure there and, and you know... The fellow will always be pushing to get more than what he than what he wants. Like he wants the whole lot, you know. Yeah, so, because the testosterone is lashing around his body, and he yeah, he's determined. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. So his 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 main aim is 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 to to get there, you know. But I I feel at least if they were on a form of contraception and you can set a timer every day to take it and whatever, at least they have the chance of preventing an unwanted pregnancy, you know. Mm. So I I some which yes yeah, some are mature enough, some no are not. But I think the option should be there that they can all have contraception to take to prevent that happening. I'd rather have my child on a contraception than not have her on contraception and then maybe end up getting an unwanted pregnancy. OK, well, listen, I've got to take a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The numbers 87 We're talking about the suggestion by Labour TV, uh, TD, Ivana Bacic, that we should reduce the age of consent to 16 years of age. She believes, personally, it should be reduced. And this is on the back of the comments by Minister Butler in relation to free contraception, uh, that she believes it should be only available up to 17 years of age, whereas others point out that it should be available uh, for 15 and 16-year-old girls as well. 
um, and that it shouldn't just be available because Rebecca, Senator Rebecca Moynihan slammed Minister Butler, Butler's comments, says the reality is that young people are having sex and we should allow them to have sex as safe as possible. But you can't give out free contraception to 16-year-olds. Well, the Attorney General would have to look at that because if you did, you're essentially suggesting that it's legal for them to have sex where it's not in this country. It's 17 years of age. So to do that, you would have to reduce the age of consent legally. Um, the number is 87 Should we reduce the age of consent to 16 years of age? That's what it is in the UK. That's what it is in the North of Ireland. And some of your comments as well coming in on WhatsApp at the moment. Did Noel, did Noel just say a badly fitted condom? How did... How did How'd you get a badly fitted condom? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. Don't know. I'm assuming small, large, and spoofer. Isn't that what they used to say? Other sizes. Well, I mean, they do. I, I don't. I'm going to be honest. I don't use them. So I'm sorry, Ashley has just raised her hands up to her head. Like, I don't want to know about your sex life now. I don't use them. So I don't know if they come in different sizes. Do they. John, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, John? Good afternoon, Noel. It's been a while since I spoke to you. John, do they come in different sizes? What? Condoms. Sure they do. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just go over to the uh, pharmacy and check it out for you there now. Just Smile. Say, that was the joke is, you have your, your condoms there now, love. Small, medium <laughs> and spoofer. Is that what I said, yeah. I'm sure they do. And they probably come in extra, extra large. Mm. You, okay, John, getting back on a serious note. So... The average person in Ireland loses their virginity at 16 years of age, according to research and data. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, our age of consent is 17. So essentially, the average person is breaking the law. But well, look, that's been happening for years. That's just the way it works. It's like the average person breaks the law when they had to take a drink as well. Now, in the UK, the age of consent is 16. In most of the countries across Europe, it's lower than uh, 18 anyway, for sure. Um, Ireland would be reasonably unique at 17. Most places would be 16, 15. I don't certainly don't agree with Italy and Austria and Germany at 14. In some countries, it's actually 12 years of age, which is ridiculous. But, and, but your concern is that if you go to 16 in a couple of years' time, sure, you know, the, the sky will fall in and we'll go to 15 and we'll be going to 14 and there'll be just a never-ending cycle again. No, my biggest problem about this, any government minister that comes up with, I can't say her name because I said it wrong twice, so I'll only get into trouble. No, so the thing about it is, uh, my idea around this whole idea is, like, you know, the age of consent for sex and whatever, why have you, uh, at the end of the day, if you, re- if you reduce the age, you're just going to open, you know, you're opening the floodgates to more pregnancies. I don't think so. Going forward, because if the condom fails or if the coil fails you, or whatever. Do you honestly believe? That you're opening up a, Okay, but let, let me ask you a question. A floodgate there. Okay, Johnny and Mary are, you know, 16 and 17 years of age, right? Respectively. Yeah. I don't know, it doesn't matter which one's uh, is 16 or 17. Do you honestly believe that when they're on our own or off for a weekend or they're in Mammy and Daddy's house and Mammy and Daddy are going out for the night or whatever, that they're saying to themselves, we better not do it. Yeah, I'm not 17 till the next till three weeks' time. No, that's, that's the that, point. That's not happening, John. Yeah, but that's the point, you see. You look, people will experiment and they will have sex at a younger age and a younger age yes, if they can get away with it. Yeah. But again, as I said on this show previously, then you have to, then you have to uh, put up with the consequences of that. Uh, an, an unplanned pregnancy comes with consequence, And I don't mean consequences. And the, the, by the way, there isn't any more you know, unplanned you pregnancies now than there was 20 years ago. It's exactly the same. It doesn't change. There are actually are very few unplanned pregnancies under the age of 18. Very few. Yeah, but the point is, if you have 
uh, sex. Let's say, for argument's sake, 12-year-olds want to go at it, and the, the, the girl becomes pregnant at 12. Well, I mean, the consequence of that, that action there is that girl has them both, the man and woman, has a child to look after going forward. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I mean, at the end of the day, oh, it's a, I, it's I think a, it's like, but hang on, to that, keep but, from that happening. Yeah, but that's a different conversation, John. That's a conversation about contraception um, for young people in relation to, you know, preventing unwanted pregnancies. That's a whole other conversation, and we should be all having that conversation. And by the way, the reason this has arisen today is because uh, as part of a whole plan, an education plan on, uh, on sex and contraception and consent, they wanted to bring in free contraception for young people in particular. That's what yeah, started with yeah, young people. I heard which, that. For you know, women, more so than men. Well, well, it is for women, yeah. But mm. primarily, well, women have a lot more to bloody lose, John. Let's be clear about it. Yeah, but, but Niall, as, you, as I've already said in this show before, who pays at the end of the day? It's the bloody taxpayer who pays for all these so-called government initiatives. Yeah, but, yeah, the right yeah, but John, think, you put your logical cap on. If the taxpayer didn't pay for the contraception, the taxpayer is going to pay for unwanted pregnancies. Okay, so you have to balance it out. In other words, when a child is born, it costs the taxpayer money between child benefits and all other allowances that they have to get throughout the year until they're 18 years of age. So realistically, the taxpayer is paying anyway. So if the taxpayer can prevent some of those unwanted pregnancies, well then, well and good, we save money. Now, just to give you the stats, in 2019, the teen birth rate was 16.7 births uh, for every thousand females. So 16.7, that's nothing, ages 15 to 19 years of age, which is down 4% from 2018 and down 73% from 1991 at a peak of 61 uh, per thousand females. So incredibly, there is a lot less teenage pregnancies now than there was going back 20, 30 years ago. I know, but here's the problem. If you give a kind of a free-for-all and you can have, you know, there's, we reduce the age of consent and we have plenty of contraception there, free contraception, somebody's just going to go, do you know what? I feel like I'm just having a good night tonight. Let's go and have a just good, have a good night tonight. And that's it. You're just opening the floodgates. But, that's but, but you're, what you're saying to me is, you know, the same argument when we had the marriage, marriage equality referendum, that just because gay people can get married, suddenly they're all going to run out and get married. They're not. It doesn't make any difference. People are not going to be gay just to get married. People are not going to have sex at 16 just because it happens to be allowed at 16. I don't believe that's the case. People are not going to drink at, you know, if you reduce the age for drinking tomorrow to 17 years of age, it doesn't mean that people are going to suddenly start drinking at 17 years of age. Those who have chosen to drink at 17 are doing it anyway. You know, no, let, you let, me put, let me put it this way, Joe. I mean, if you put a restriction, well, it's 17 at the moment. Well, but you do understand the reason why they want why they want this debate to happen. It's no, because... I, I, li- you well, know what? Anything that government says, I don't <laughs> understand anything. Okay, well, well, okay, let me just put it again well, to everybody who's a bit confused. Legally speaking... It's in relation to the free contraception that was announced during the budget. It was announced between 17 and 25 years of age. Legally speaking, they cannot give it to seven or to 16-year-olds, which is the average age of losing the virginity, because if they do, they're aiding and abetting a crime. So, to do, make it available free to 16-year-olds, they would have to reduce the age of consent to 16 to legally make it available. So that's the argument. That's the reason that, why. That's it. And again, it's been a forced narrative again, because what they're saying is, to give you free contraceptive, we have to reduce the age of consent of sex and everything's a forced narrative with this government and I simply just don't buy any of it or agree with any of it. Do you not believe 16 year olds should get free contraception? No, because I I think at the end of the day it's just opening, it's just saying to a 16 year old, you know what, 
I have contraceptive there now and I can take contraceptive and you know what, I can just do what but I give, want. Or give I can 16 year olds a bit of credit, will you? Because 16 year olds now are not having as many babies as 16 year olds in 1991 in my day because they're much more educated when it comes to sex and they're using contraception anyway. They're buying it. So why not just give it to them free and reduce the amount of those unwanted pregnancies even more? Why not well, do Well, no, that? I mean, at the end of the day, the way I would come up with that is, I would say, I mean, if I was, let's say if I, was, if I go back to now when I was, what, 12 or 13 or whatever age I am, and I'm floating around and there's plenty of women in front of me, if I have a sensible head on me, the first thing I'm going to think, if I have sex with any, with any girl, I'm going to have a child out of that. So every girl and every fella today should think of one thing. Okay, if I have sex today, I'm going to have a child over, or I may not yeah, have but a child over. Yeah, but you're thinking with a mature adult head, John. Most of these kids, there's testosterone running around, thinking. and they don't think like that. Yeah, but the point is, 16-year-olds should be thinking with a similar head. I don't mean an old head on young shoulders, but a kind of a forward head. Okay, well, we'll, we'll stay there. Let me just stay there a second. Let me go to Carol as well. Carol, you're an Ireland's classic kids. Carol, Forward-thinking ahead. Forward-thinking, okay. Uh, Carol, uh, John says absolutely not. He believes it would just encourage people to... It would encourage a problem, essentially. Yeah. Do, do you believe it would encourage a problem? No, it would actually solve a problem. I mean, the thing is, like you said yourself, the testosterone and everything... Else, I mean, I remember my ex-husband told me he, he lost his... Virgin, now, he's from Scotland. He lost his virginity at 13. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that to me is like, what? No, maybe boys, it's completely different when you, well, being Irish, that's the way we would think, isn't it? But I don't think nowadays, I mean, with kids, you're right about the age of 16. That is the average age. That, that, well, you know, statistically, it is the average age, yeah. yeah. You turn 16 and your mother and father are more lenient when you're going out. Well, in my day, in the 80s, that's the way it was. Um, you know, you're allowed to go more places, you're allowed, you make more decisions, you're more mature. But nowadays, I mean, what they're exposed to and everything else, they're going to be curious, they're going to be experimenting. And uh, no, I think at 16, it's it's um, for them to decide as well, mm. you know, I, mean, I, I, I think anyway. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, there no, are, there are no some immature. No one 16 years of age, they're still... It's still class yeah, children. We, we, well, they are still children. 17, they're still children, John, at the age of consent of 17. 16, you know, yeah. I'm going to have a family or I'm going to have a sex no, and I end up with a family over. Family. That's the thing. That's what contraception is for. They don't you want know, a family. They, yeah, but sometimes, it, sometimes it can sex. fail. Sometimes contraceptives can fail. Well, we know that. And, and at the yeah, end of the day, yeah. you're left with you know, but that, yeah, but John, that's a whole other argument, and we've done well over the last twenty or thirty years to educate people in using contraception, which was illegal in this exactly. country up to thirty years ago. But we've done well to educate people now in using contraception. Contraception generally only fails because it's not being used properly. Yeah, it's not being spoken about. That's the other thing. If it's not being spoken, and or manufacturing defect, maybe. Well, that's that's a rare occasion. But that's exactly it, Niall. I mean, John, I think you're thinking of the worst-case scenario. You really are. I am absolutely thinking of the worst-case scenario. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day... That's the worst-case scenario of me going to the the end, The the way I would think of it, at the age... Look, at 19 or 20 years of age, you know about... Well, you have a bit more life experience underneath your belt. You know, moving forward, whether you're going to have family or what you're going to do, you know, sexually and otherwise. I mean, at 16, this shouldn't be the case. We shouldn't even be debating such issues. Okay, John, if you were in charge of the country tomorrow, right, 
What age would you put the age of consent at? For me, I would probably leave her as raised now, 17. 17, okay. Mm. I probably wouldn't mess around with her. Carol, you think 16 is the youngest you would you would envisage in your head? I would, I would say 16, yeah, because, I mean, I, you know that they're fooling around at 13, 14. They're starting and things like that. But, I mean, with us, it was always up, not below the belt. Right? Do you have children, Carol? Do you have children? I have two children, yeah. Okay. And I had children in marriage. I, my children weren't born before marriage or anything like that. Both of my sisters had children outside marriage. But other than that, I mean... But that's not an issue anymore. I mean, well, for some people it might be an issue. But Carol, how old are your children now? 24 and 25. Okay, girls, boys? A girl and a boy. Okay, if the girl had to come to you at 14 years of age or 15 years of age, and said to you, ma'am, maybe she, no. because they have boyfriends and everything else, you know, that age, and they said, ma'am, can I go on the pill? No, because uh, to me, I, I agree with John that way. I mean, but Jesus, is she going to do it, though? That's the other thing, and that's a very hard question, Niall. I didn't have to go through that, so I wouldn't know. I mean, mm. but in saying that... Um, I, so then why'd you say it's 16? Well, no, the point I'm trying to make, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot, Carol, and I do apologise if you feel like I put you on the spot in that question, right? But in saying that, the point I'm only trying to make is is that, you know, sometimes pe- young people, I mean, as I said, the average age is lo- are losing your virginity is 16, but some will do it a lot younger, some will do it a bit older, okay? But if they're going to do something, they're going to do something. They're going to do it. And that's we have a responsibility, not just as a society, but as parents, to protect them. Well, I, uh, like you said, I mean, today they're a lot more advanced than we were at that age mm. because of social media, because of everything that they can find. Well, access on the to pornography and everything else, yes, yes, Eggs of course. And boys, Jesus, the amount of boys that actually just go by that. They think it's a oh, well, yeah. up on the top and bang, bang, Can bang. Can I just jump in there for a minute? <laughs> boys have a very unrealistic expectation of girls because of pornography. Yes, sorry, sorry, John. Yeah, yeah you know, you, you've often heard me giving out about this man bashing on the show. Women can look at pornography as much as men, and can take yeah, but, ideas. Yeah, but John, from you have to agree, and, I, and I'm with you on most of the issues that you talk about in relation to man bashing. But you have to admit, John, when it comes to pornography nowadays. Uh, you know, men have a very, or boys in particular, young boys, have a very unrealistic expectation of what intimacy is because of pornography. Well, because maybe, maybe they women, women are usually the, obviously, the ones in the pornography that are the ones being used. Yeah, yeah but the, but the question I would say, would a woman you know admit to... I mean? I have to go to a break. Say there, both of you, if you want to. The number is 087 I don't go too much into that conversation in the middle of the day. Hello, Niall. Um, lowering the age of consent to 14, 15, 16, that just opened floodgates for, um, like, there's no more statutory rape, so, for anyone under the age of 17, because they can give their consent to having sex with a 30 year old if they see fit. So that is where I would have a problem, is the difference in age between the consenting couple. So if you have a 14-year-old girl, a 14, 15, 16-year-old boy, maybe two years. But if you have a 14-year-old girl that's in love with a 21-year-old, 28-year-old, 32-year-old man, that's a different story. That is your baby with a grown adult but there could be no prosecutions there because she consented and the age of consent is 14. So when she turns 14, blowing out her candles, see, she can have sex with an older man. 
Who said 14? That's where I would have a problem. I, I, well, firstly, nobody mentioned 14, apart from the fact that we happen to say that in uh, Italy, Austria and Germany it's 14. Um, I think you're thinking that it'll keep going down. But in, in relation to being 16 with a 30-year-old, that would happen anyway if it was a 17-year-old, for example. It's only going to be a year in the difference. And I would suggest there's other issues there at hand. If a 16-year-old is going out with a 30-year-old man, that maybe the parents should be intervening in that particular situation and talking to her about it. I don't know where you were going with that. It was a whole other issue. You're mixing up two completely different topics. I mean, clearly the 30-year-old man looking for a 16-year-old girl is a creep in the first place. Let me go to Amy. Amy, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Amy? I'm grand. How are you keeping this? Good. Now, Amy, this, this conversation comes about because with the free contraception, it's only 17 to 25-year-old, even though the average age of losing a virginity and sexual activity is probably 16 years of age. But we can't give it to 16-year-olds because that would be illegal. So to, to, to rectify that, you would have to reduce the age of consent. Would you agree with it? Oh, completely. I mean, like, but when I, <laughs> when I was listening there to the, the, the past callers, like, do they think 16-year-olds are like the Amish? <laughs> <laughs> I think you so. Know? I think so, yes. Like, the, the closest thing that they have in common with the Amish is the Amish are working in the fields. The 16-year-olds are doing other stuff in the fields. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, of course, it, it should definitely be reduced. Um, like, the, I think they're allowing 16-year-olds into walk-in clinics for the, the COVID vaccine and allowing them to get that um, unsupervised once they're over 16. What, what's the difference in... In getting well, a vaccination. That's, 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 that's a fair point, actually. If we allow somebody to consent to having a vaccination or any kind of medical intervention, well, then surely we should allow them to use condoms and uh, consent to having sex. Yeah, I, I think you can actually go to um, the youth clinics and get contraceptive from the age of 16. Probably. Um, I, I think I remember doing that back when I would have been that age. Um, and there was there was either I either it was sixteen or I lied about my age one or the other. But you know they they didn't ask for any um, proof of identification. No, I, I think they tend not to ask for proof of identification because if they did, they may find themselves in a slight legal issue. Uh, but you so know, it's probably just give them to them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's look. I mean, again, the majority of teenagers are you know fully sexually active at that age. Uh, you know, it's, what age are you, Amy? By the way. I'm 30... How old am I? I'm 32. How yes, old am I? Isn't it terrible? Once you get over 30, you start forgetting your age on purpose. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, okay, your generation, um, you're not a millennial or anything like that, but anyway, but your generation, when you were in school, well, you are a millennial, actually. Yeah, you are. Your yeah. generation in school at 16 years of age, your colleagues, your friends, would they have been sexually active at 16 years Oh, age? the majority of us were. Now, I mean, like, look, you had the people that, that were, you know, glued to their books and you know, doing everything right and proper that obviously warrants, but the majority of people, yes, under the they age They were experimenting. 17. They were experimenting. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Um, and like my, myself and all of my friends would have been, you know, sexually okay. active at that age. And, and, and do, none you, of do you think it up. should ever go lower than that? I mean, in other countries it does go lower. I mean, as I mentioned earlier on, Germany, Italy and Austria, it's 14 years of age. Which is, I don't no, I, I don't. I think like... From 15 and under, you're taking away the last bit of, you know, youthfulness that, that the kids have and the innocentness out of them. I, I just, mm. I, I don't think that should be done. I think, you know, let them try retain some bit of innocence. Yes, of course, if people are going to be sexually active at 15, they're going to be sexually active at 15. And, um, you know, normally from one type of background or one type of environment. Yes, um, of course. You know, but they would be the exceptions rather than the norm. Yes. Exactly. So I, I don't feel, you know, even educating kids about it at that age, um, you know, to that extent, l- let them have their innocence. Okay, well, listen, on that note, thank you very much indeed, Amy. 
Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.